Hello and welcome to the Line Wrestling Podcast, your one-stop shop for discussions and reviews about the vast world of professional wrestling. I'm your host, TJ, a.k.a. Aspier, and with me is my co-host, Caitlin. Hey, everybody. Uh, each week, we kick off the show discussing news from the past week, anything that seems worth talking about, uh, follow that up with a rundown of all the shows they can tape this week or airing live, and finish up with our usual roundup of all the miscellaneous wrestling we watched recently before getting into our main topics for the week. This week is episode 61, and our main topics will be the New Japan Cup semifinals and finals and everything that happened with that, all that nonsense. Uh, All Japan for KBS Hall, which had a uh, triple crown title match with uh, Suwama defending against Yoshitatsu and a junior title match with uh, Shima defending against Izanagi. And uh, last show we'll talk about is Noah, which uh, there are no Cork and Hall show, which featured uh, Fujita defend or. Yeah, defending the national title, uh, <laughs> game, uh, beating Keno for the national title and a junior tag title match. So, uh, getting all that in a minute. But what you been up to in the past week? Anything exciting, really? Um, that's what I was just thinking of. Um, I don't really think so. <laughs> I don't think we did a whole lot, like, of anything different this week. Well, it's like the Genshin update came out, but oh, there's yeah, no fucking whatever. content. It's so I'm so bored of that game right now. Like, I still like playing it, but I just wish they gave us something to do really i know instead of just like these little mini games that you finish in like five minutes yeah i'm like this isn't an update it's fucking mini games in an event so it is what it is but and the last one was kind of the same thing but at least it had more better rewards like more primos and shit yeah so i get more primos but yeah other than that uh i caught up in anime that's about like uh i'm mostly caught up anyway i still need to catch up fully in uh dr stone but that ends this week so i'll probably just try and binge that but I did watch a couple episodes of that. Still really good. Same old, same old, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, still really good. I watched that baseball episode finally. That was really fun. I mean, I'm already pretty much caught up. I'm caught up in the manga, so it's kind of just watching to see how they animate shit. But I don't know. I'm really enjoying that, too. And Horamiya caught up, and I don't like it as much as I used to. Damn. Right. It's gotten really weird. Like, it's more focusing on, uh, uh, fuck, what's that? I can't remember what the guy's name is, uh. Don't ask me. I don't know that shit. <laughs> Miyamura, that's his name. It's really focused on him now instead of Hori. Or Holly, or I forget to say it, but it's really focused on the guy and the relationship and not the girl. And then also the girl has some weird fetish where she wants to get yelled at and beaten up by the guy now. And I don't Wait, really like that. What? Yeah, it's bad, bad time to talk about that, I guess, because they're oh, what happens in Japan. Oh, I was going to say, huh? But Man, yeah, that, just, that, really, that really turned me off of the anime, honestly. Yeah, and I'm, that, that's just, that's weird. Yeah, as soon as that started, I was just like, what is going on with this, man? But, yeah, so that's definitely uh, fallen off for me a little bit. Um, but uh, enjoying all the other shows I'm watching still. I think we're still we're a couple episodes behind Higurashi, but that just ended last week. So I'm sure we'll finish that this week sometime because not a whole lot of wrestling this week coming up. Most... I watched those on my own. <laughs> oh, oh, did you? <laughs> you were watching anime, and so I just put it on my phone. I was like, okay. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, say, because I was going to catch up fully in New Japan Cup this weekend. But then I started watching anime instead, and I, honestly, that was more interesting to me than New Japan Cup. I did watch some of it, so I'll talk about that in the roundup. But uh, I was going to finish it as much as I could before uh, we recorded it today. But uh, after those finals, I just kind of didn't put me in the mood to want to watch any more New Japan. No, at all. But uh, we'll get into that. So let's uh, get through the news real quick. Uh, not a whole lot to talk about that seemed that interesting to me, but 
big news here is uh, Andrade is free from WWE. Freedom and no 90-day, no compete clause or whatever the fuck they call it. Yeah, yeah no, he, doesn't, he has no 90-day, but even then, like, WWE's new or, uh, no compete clause or barely new no compete clause is basically they'll pay you 90 days to sit at home as long as you don't work somewhere else, but it doesn't mean you can't go and work elsewhere. But, so, Andrade could have showed up anywhere if he wanted to. But, yeah, just couldn't. But now he's just fully free, and, uh... I'm excited. I don't think he's going to AEW at all. I think he's all. going to ROH. Probably, honestly. Like, I've honestly seen... That's what most people are like, yeah, that's probably most realistic. He's probably going to go hang out with the boys in ROH, maybe do some AAA shots once he can yeah. go back down to Mexico and they're doing normal shit. Once probably he goes to New Japan, does a little bit of there. Mm. But I would not be expecting him in AEW, so... Probably one of them wants your big uh, Sombra like Kenny first... match or anything like oh, that. I'm like, no. yeah, it ain't happening. You I'm want sorry. you want your boy Kenny to get outworked, like completely. Okay. But uh, yeah, Andrade is like one of my favorite guys in today, and very now he's fucking free and can actually go have matches. Like, he probably had the best. Like, he's um, probably had the best, like, not even just NXT, but probably like the best WWE match that I'd seen in years, forever. Yeah, like... Honestly, this is probably my absolute favorite. Like, when was that uh, Johnny match? That was, like, 2017, I think. It was in... Oh, when was Philly TakeOver? Were we up here? We were up here. Okay, I, so it so I'm still pissed be... we didn't go to it. Well. There was other stuff in the car that was whatever, but... I really... It might have been 2017. It's at least 2017. 2018, something above, like that. yeah. Yeah, I remember that was my match of the year that year, because it was fucking was amazing. Fucking like... God, that match ruled. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely, like, the best Dota match I've seen in years. Probably ever since I didn't watch a lot of older WWE stuff. I think it's better than like any other NXT match, really. At least mm-hmm. that I've seen. But yeah, really excited to see what Andrade does next, or I should say, should get used to calling him La Sombra again, I guess. But yeah, I don't, I don't know if they ever, um, do they copyright his name? Probably. Eh, I can't keep up with what. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. I mean, his handle's still Andrade, so but I don't know, but. Usually, whenever people leave WWE, they keep the handle just to keep the check mark for a little bit, at least. He fucking switched but, that shit before he even was done. Yeah, so I was like, I might as well switch it back to the Sombra or whatever. I forget what he, I don't even know what his handle was. Before, I don't know what but, it was before. Yeah. But yeah, really excited to see that. Let's see, a little bit of Japanese indie news. Uh, talking a little bit of Great. Like I kind of mentioned it last week, but uh, Great will officially have two branches: uh, Great Pro Wrestling and Ledette UWF. Uh, great Pro Wrestling Version Zero will take place May twenty sixth. And Ledette UWF version 0 will take place uh, June 9th. And as previously announced, Great version 1 takes place July 1st. So I guess that's going to be like a show with everything on it. But uh, so far, I'm more excited for the UWF shit than the actual pro wrestling stuff. <laughs> like, I'm still... Because uh, UWF shit's going to be mostly like... Like, well, I don't know. I was just trying to think. I'm really curious if Shima and like Strong Hearts and them are going to do UWF shit. Because I think everyone else they have signed so far can do those kind of rules. I don't know if they did. I don't. I don't think. Kaz, I don't know if Kaz has ever had a, a UWF rules match. I'm not too sure. But I don't know. I'm sure he could probably do that rules. But like everyone else, except for like him and like Stronghearts, I work for the UWF style of shit. Well, I don't know about Kawakami. Because speaking of him, uh, Ryuichi Kawakami signed to great after Lidette bought out his contract from Big Japan. That was an interesting day, thing to wake up to when that happened. Money. It does open things up a little bit to see who uh, Great could actually sign now, because it seems like Lidette's willing to open up the purse strings a little bit. Though, then again, it's Big Japan. They probably weren't getting, they were probably weren't paying like, him that much. I don't know how much that was to buy out, but, but still. But still. I'd love to be interested to see if they're willing to do this with other companies. I know uh, Big Japan was kind of saying, like, oh, Great's doing this, like, uh, legit way, kind of 
throwing shade on people that were um, going off to be freelancers and then signing up to other companies. Like your, uh, like I know some people thought it might have been throwing shade at Sakuda and like Ueki and shit. Shut up. I don't think it was though because like they they're still freelance. They haven't signed anywhere. Yeah. So it's more like your uh, Ishimori's and your uh, Shingo Takagi's that are just go freelance, quote unquote, and then show up in New Japan like the next day. Pretty much. So I. I'm assuming that's the kind of people they were sh- throwing shade at, but who knows. <laughs> but yeah, I'm uh, very excited about Gray. I can't wait for them to start up this summer. Uh, see Joshi News. Uh, Asuka defeated Rina Yamashita to win the vacant Beyond the Sea title on March 17th. Uh, that show aired live on a pay-per-view, and it's out there if you want to find it or pay for it, whatever you want to do. But, uh, I'll need to watch it at some point. Yeah, I, meant to, I wanted to watch sometime this week, but it's never yeah, got around to it. and then everything happened, and I was like, mm, not feeling wrestling right now. Uh, Tokyo Joshi News uh, officially announces uh, Rika Tatsumi is going to defend the Princess Princess title against Maki Ito on April 19th. And on the same show, Neo Bashiki Gun are going to cash in their tournament win for a tag title shot against Baku Red Sisters. So, should be a good That's show a that. Good show. See what else they throw on the undercard. But, I mean, either way, those top two matches sound really great. Let's see. That's really it for news. I mean, a lot of the news we'll be talking about after the shows happen, since a lot of them is like new title matches announced and shit like that. So yeah. we'll talk about that when we get through the show. So let's get into what's airing this week. As I mentioned, it's not a whole lot exciting stuff. So go through what aired this weekend. Uh, All Japan aired live on All Japan TV, March 21st. Uh, New Japan Cup continued on New Japan World, March 20th and 21st, with the semifinals and finals. Stardom had shows on the 20th and 21st, which will all be on Stardom World. Maybe it already is by now. I don't really keep up with their uploads. Uh, Noah aired live on Wrestle Universe March 21st. Uh, TTT March 13th aired on Nico March 22nd. Tokyo Joshi uh, March 21st hits uh, Wrestle Universe March 24th. Gumbare March 21st hit, also hits Wrestle Universe March 24th. Big Japan airs live on Nico Pay-Per-View on March 24th. 2AW and Zero One uh, collab show from um, March 7th will air on Nico March 25th. Storm has a show on March 26th, so that'll be on World 2. Uh, Vamo Star airs live on Nico Pro March 26th. Tokyo Joshi airs live on Rust Universe March 27th. Uh, no sh- no uh, card has been announced for that, or I'd bring it up since we're going to talk about it next week probably. But uh, still waiting on a card for that, but I'm sure we'll find out. More, uh, it seems like Maki is going to be on that show. I hope we can even talk about that. Maki Ito got hacked. Oh, yeah, we, we talk, didn't bring that up. Let's talk about that real quick before we get into the airing this week. Like, She's not the only one. Yeah, say like Shima got hacked first. Yeah, Ju- Shima was ha- hacked first that same day, then Maki. And then it seemed like Julia and Vinny were also hacked at some point. Yeah, so I don't know what the fuck's going on with that. But, like, I don't know about Vinny and Julia because I didn't look too much into it today. But at least Shima Vin- and Maki is definitely connected because the hacker changed their profile pictures ah. to the same picture. I haven't seen anything about Julia and um, Vinny yet. So when, or, It seemed like Vinny was. Because someone was like, oh, yeah, um, they followed their, like, private Twitter. And then they, like, she DM'd her and was like, oh, um, yeah, that was a mistake. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I don't know what's going on with all these Japanese judges getting hacked, but hopefully it stops, I guess. Maki's still waiting to get her account back. I think Shima has his back now. Shima got his back that same day, both um, his Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Maki only has her Instagram right now, I think. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Back to the errands. Like I said, I think Maki should be back for the show. I think her quarantine scene should be finished by now. She actually had to do quarantine in here. <laughs> yeah, in Japan she had to, but not fucking America. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, that is. Anyway. anyway. Uh, let's see. Dragon Gate airs live on Dragon Gate Network uh, March 27th. 
couldn't really find a card for that, so I don't know what's really on it. <laughs> but might talk about that too if we have time to watch it. Uh, DTR is live on Wrestle Universe March 28th, and it's a uh, Big Judgment 2021 Cork and Hall show. Uh, go through the card real quick. Uh, tag match: Chris Brooks and Toy Kojima versus Yusuke Okada and Yuki Ino. Uh, six man tag: Doncho Godino, Makoto Oishi, and Saki Akai versus Toru Washi, Akido, and Keigo Nakamura. A singles match, uh, Soma Takao and Hideki o- versus Hideki Okatani. Uh, KOD 8-man tag championship match, Shinya Aoki, Sasadanga Machine, Antonio Honda, and Harada, the champions defending against Sanchiro Takagi, Yuki Onaya, Shikara, and Yakan Nabe. Get a... That's what they're called, okay. We mentioned last week that uh, Sonic Club had a natural team name. We have it, uh, we have it on here. Thank you, <laughs> DDT English. It's Damnation versus the 37 Kamina. Okay. I don't know. I don't get that name, but yeah, I'm like I don't get it. But yeah, it's uh, Sasaki, Endo, Hino, and Polly versus Takashita, Ueno, Katsumata, and Mao. Getting a DT 24th anniversary special singles match: uh, Harashima versus Yuki of Sakaguchi. That should be a sick uh, semi-main that event. Be really good. And then your main event for the KOD Openweight title: oh. uh, Junakiyama defending against Kazusada Higuchi. I am like I cannot wait for the oh, show. I can't wait for this. <laughs> I don't think the undercard's that great, really, but. Undercard is like your typical stuff. I'm yeah. Like, it doesn't really fucking matter because the final two is what you're really here for. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of afraid of the Soma and Hideki match, to be honest, but it'll probably be like 10 minutes if that. But I'll I can't say really... this is your nightmare. Uh, anyway. Hideki's going to pull out a good match, okay? He's going to get it out of him. Okay, got, got, good, uh, good luck, Hideki. Shut up. <laughs> but uh, let's see. And then uh, last show we're is, or it's uh, All Japan's going to have a show on March 28th which will appear on uh, VOD on All Japan later. So if that makes tape before we record on the uh, 29th, uh, we can try and talk about it a little bit. But mm. we'll see. Because we'll that, um, that has uh, Ashino, or that's Honda's another match of his trial series facing Ashino. And then also the main events, like a next stream special, which I didn't know this when I was looking at the card last week, but apparently it's uh, they're doing a lottery to determine the tag match between all four of uh, next stream. So, oh, shit. Okay. Good, so we'll see if it's gimmicked or not. It's supposed to be random, but it would uh, not surprise me if it's like Kento and uh, Hayato versus the Ayoyagi brothers. Hopefully they don't do that because it'd be, I think it'd be a little more interesting to do, have not have the brothers face or team, I mean. Yeah. But we'll see. But that's it for the Aryans. So let's get into our uh, one wrestling roundup where we talk about all the non-main topic wrestling we watched this week. Not a whole lot, mostly me, but um, did watch uh, AEW from uh, March 17th and Pretty much a nothing show other than, like, the main event, which kicked ass. Uh, kind of been turning a corner on Britt a little bit lately. Me, I mean, personally, I don't know about you, but uh, I still think she's a little a little overrated, but in, so was this match in particular in some circles, but I still enjoy this match a lot, and she bled like crazy. Some of the shit could have been a little bit crisper, but, I mean, I'll give him a break because in, in the right. style of match, I'm sure. I was going to say, I don't really care in this style of match is because it's gonna there's going to be some messy-looking shit, and they're not used to doing this, so... And I'm sure, um, I'm sure Britt wasn't ready to bleed as much as she actually did because Fuck she was no. covered in. I still can't tell if it was a blade, like a, just a poor blade job, or if the ladder actually cut the fuck out of her, because that's definitely possible. I think it was probably a combination of both, because the ladder did look yeah. like an actual Hitler, but I definitely think it was a blade job, and then it just got even worse because of the of that, ladder yeah. shot. But uh, I definitely think it's going to be uh, definitely a, a match to be remembered for Dynamite yes. and yes. definitely a star-making performance for both girls. Or women, I should say. But, um, yeah, I'm definitely excited to see what they do with both of them in the future. Kind of surprised. Thunder is obviously... 
Thunder should obviously, I, I think she should be champion, but. I wouldn't mind it, but we'll see. I wouldn't mind it either. I'm just like, I know what they're still waiting for, I guess. I guess they're still waiting on Brit. I don't really know it anymore at this point. I'm just like, oh. Well, it's like now, I, think, I don't know why you'd have Brit win, like face Hikaru when yeah. she just lost the big match. Like That's true, too. It yeah. should be Thunder, I guess, to get the Thunder. next shot, but. Since I don't we know. just ignore the fucking quote unquote rankings they have anyway. But yeah, yeah I'm, either way, like, I'm uh, kind of getting tired of Kara's reign, honestly. Like, Me too. Yeah. I don't mind. She's fine, but I don't know. It's, it's not, not her it's fault. Not, it's not her fault. Yeah, it's it's like, not her fault. They've she's given her no given, time to yeah. do anything. They give her shit. No feuds, anything yeah. at all, really. She's not on TV, like, ever. She's barely on Dark. Like, she's on there, like, once a month, maybe, just to get her on. So. So at least if you put the belt on Thunder or Brit, they'll get TV time now. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes, I guess. I I just don't know if I want British champion. I don't think I've turned quite the corner. Like, this was good, but this is a different, like, type of match. She's not going to be wrestling that kind of match all the time, and that's what scares me. I think she's definitely improved since she's came to AEW. It's just... Oh, she was a mess when she, she got was, here. Like, ooh, she was bad. <laughs> like, at least now it's not immediately... I see her match, and I, like, roll my eyes, and I want to watch right. it. Like, now I'll at least give her the benefit of the doubt, because she's had decent performances, and mm. this was a great performance, but... Her and Thunder have her honestly Thunder, been yeah. pretty great together, so... And I think that definitely helps. Thunder brings a lot of experience and um, just being fucking great to the division and everyone she works with, so... And it's worked here. Let's see. Oh, uh, see, only other show we watched together, I think, was uh, Fastlane Vroom Vroom last night. Vroom Vroom. Uh, that was a show, man. You know what's sad? I barely remember what even happened. Let's see. Uh, Retribution died on the pre-show. Oh, that's right. That was fucking hilarious. Way to end that promotion, uh, end that fucking group. Um, that Biggie and Apollo shit was so <gasps> fucking was so weird. That was so confusing. Like, well, one, it was a stupid match anyway, because they were fucking catting mid-match promos and shit. I, I'm so tired. I'm so tired of that shit. I'm like, so tired. The action was fine. It's just. I'm, I can't do the fucking mid-match promos. No, I can't do it. And the finish was just botched somehow. I don't, I don't even the know what they were trying to go for. The finish was botched. I don't... Someone explained it, but I still didn't get it. And I was like, okay, I don't... I don't care. <laughs> uh, the women's tag title match was fucking terrible. That was not good. The ending was awful. Like, it... They're, Sasha they're pretty pinned much, you know. clean again. Okay. Well, not... I guess not clean, clean. Like, they're going out of their way to fucking make this Sasha and Bianca shit night. Like lose, like They've people done lose nothing. interest in it. Like I've completely I don't lost even interest care. in it. They went for everyone was so excited for this match, and now they just completely botched the feud. And people were wanting this to be one of the main events. I'm like, there's no fucking way they can do that now. My how... thing is, they haven't built jack shit from what I can tell, anyways. So well, true. basically, yeah. it doesn't really fucking matter. The only thing that's kind of built is Roman and Edge, and I'm gonna assume Daniel's getting thrown into that. From what it seemed like, oh, they're definitely adding we'll Daniel. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't. Uh, That's the only thing that has sort of build, but. And I've heard these Matt Riddle promos have been bad, but I did not realize Holy how bad shit. they are. Like that shit was so terrible. Oh my god, I was I just wanted to, like die, to die listening to him fucking do this weird promo with Shinsuke, and Shinsuke just, like walked off because he was getting tired of. It. I was Shinsuke in that moment. I just started to laugh at how bad it was. It wasn't entertaining, just bad. Yeah, I don't, I don't have anything about this Shinsuke and Seth shit. I don't pay attention really. Same for like uh, Seamus and uh, Drew. Like it was like whatever. Then we got uh, Alexa and Randy. I, I love that match. It was so stupid. Oh my god! Like that was like one of the stupidest <laughs> things I've ever watched. Like I feel bad for WWE fans that don't like are still invested in WWE but hate this with a passion because 
They I, take this shit so... <laughs> I can't. Oh, my God. It, 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 you just gotta laugh at it. It's so fucking bad. It was amazing. It's like... It's corny, but it's bad corny. Like, it's not even... I don't... Like, I was kind of hopping off the Fiend train near the I end of it. Because he was kind of like... Being, his shit was kind of getting kind of bad near, there, there at the end before Wait he till returned. Mania. But, no, this, this kind of got me back on board because this was fucking stupid. So. Wait got, till Mania. Got fucking uh, Deep Fry Fiend with that mask. <laughs> I love... Oh, my God. I had to give him that. At least there was continuity there. Mm-hmm. He didn't actually, like, come back just as the Fiend. He was burnt to a fucking crisp, so... That was pretty much the only good portion. I cannot wait for this Randy and Fiend match, man. It's going to be a complete mess. I already hated their match when he was still just Bray, so... I, I mean, hope they bring back the maggots on the floor. It's basically going to be the fucking uh, <laughs> Cena match, just with Randy now. They're going to go back through Randy's well, past and all this bullshit, and they got to... At least Cena one was good, sort of. But we'll see about that. Uh, what else? Oh, yeah. Roman and Daniel was fine. People, I think, overrated it. They were saying, like, it was, like, match of the year candidate. And I was like, no. The whole Edge thing confused me. Why it, he attacked them with chair? Like, the, I was like, huh? I know why the company's doing, doing it. Because, honestly, Daniel, yeah, adding Daniel to the match makes it actually probably maybe good. Because I was not excited at all for, like, Roman and Edge to have a match. No, to be honest. That probably would not have been good. Edge. Roman's not a miracle worker. Yeah, and it's like okay. Edge feels like not important at all. Even no, like, he doesn't he, feel. They haven't like made him feel like anything at all. I don't. They'll probably do better as a heel now. That's what I'm thinking. He's definitely a better heel, in my opinion. Um, and adding Daniel to the match is going to improve improve the ring map, oh, like yeah, ring quality yeah. anyway. Because so. you know he's going to be fucking stupid and do dumb shit. So that makes me hype for that. And I think it makes the potential uh winner a little more interesting like i don't think daniel's probably gonna win i don't think daniel's winning i think this is like one of his last hurrahs to be honest yeah i'm just curious if they're gonna pin roman or not because like in this match this they is... had roman kind of tap out so i'm curious if they'll what they're gonna do is that that at least makes the uh who wins a little more up in the air because i don't know who they want to have here to be honest it wouldn't surprise me if they had uh edge like pin daniel and then they do roman and edge later and the roman just wins the belt back but i don't know it's no dice, so it's hard to yeah. fucking really predict that <laughs> shit, so. But, uh, go through a couple things I watched real quick, and then we'll talk about our main topics. Let's see, I watched the uh, main event. I think, I don't know about you, not have been the main event. I think it was semi-main for the uh, Big Japan uh, March 8th show. It was uh, Abdullah Kobayashi versus uh, Violence of Jack in the Ikitosin tournament, and, uh, I checked this out on multiple recommendations, and it definitely did not disappoint. It was like a fuck. It was just fucking sick death match. It was just so gross with like the cactus looking skewers going through Abby's head. Um, I like, uh, definitely don't miss this if you are a deathmatch fan. I watched uh, some great from this hit their YouTube on uh, March 18th. It was the finals for their little uh, UWF rules tournament match or tournament thing. Uh, Takanori Ito versus Yu Izuka. And holy shit, dude, man. Uh, like I was on here gushing about Ito last week, and then he just goes out there and puts on a performance like this. Uh, it was a really dominant win here to win the tournament, beating Izuka 0-3. to He was uh, just so aggressive. His striking was excellent. That's my first time seeing Izuka, and uh, this dude is, absolutely looks like a star. Got an amazing look. His selling and striking were great. thought he played a great underdog underdog in this match, and uh, they really got two great young guys to build this UWF division around. And like I said, when we were talking about the shows, uh, I'm much more interested in the UWF division than the actual pro wrestling division. <laughs> I'm going to love both, probably, but I'm definitely more excited for the UWF rules and shit. And that kind of seems like the overall sentiment that I've seen around, at least in the circles I'm in, 
seems like most people are way more interested in this uh, UWF shit. So they're already ahead of the curve for Russell One actually having something that people care about, I guess. Uh, let's see. Uh, I said I was going to finish the start on Budokan. I did not. I still got the semi-main and the main to watch, so I'll talk about those later. But I can go through a little bit of what I thought about the show for the rest of the show. Um, uh, not much to say about the dark matches. I didn't. I didn't watch the Rumble. Uh, really got no take on Memo and I. Honestly, like it was, like, it was a bit too short for them to really get going. But mm. I figured Nanai was going to win, and she did. So that was it is. I don't Momo have, don't win nothing. I don't have a problem with Nanai winning, especially because considering uh, Mayu was going to win or going to lose to, or Mayu was going to beat Yoshiko. They kind of. I had to give Seedling something. Yeah. Uh, Siri and Konami was good, but kind of disappointing, if I'm not going to lie. I had higher expectations Oof. for it, and it kind of just was there. Like, it wasn't bad or anything. It was just, I don't not know. Not what you expected. It was a solid match. Just yeah. I had higher things. Had, I had higher thoughts for it. Uh, Yoshiko and Mayu was good, but obviously I think they have a better match in them. But Yoshiko's hurting, obviously, since she just took time off immediately after this. So uh, I don't want to complain or anything. Just hopefully they run this back uh, later this year once Yoshiko's uh, healthier. And like I said, I didn't watch the white belt or the red belt matches yet. So if I get around to that this week, I can I can talk about it a little bit next week. Because obviously those are the real matches to talk about. Pretty much, yeah. And, okay, and I'll quickly go through the New Japan Cup that I watched. I see uh, Gabriel Kidd and ZSJ. Uh, I wouldn't call it great, but it was pretty good shit, though. Uh, cool to see Gabe wrestle like a normal wrestler instead of a young lion. Like, not sure why it needed to go as long as it did. Considering he is a young lion still, but the main event was so short, I guess that's why. Uh, probably hurt that I had higher expectations for this also, considering I watched it so late and people were talking it up like crazy. Uh, some Not an Ishii. I thought it was a pretty sick match, actually. Like, just a lot of them beating the shit out of each other. Sonata looked like the best he has in a good bit, and Ishii picked up the slack. I wish it hadn't been so long, though, because it did drag at points and made me lose interest a couple times. But overall, I thought it was a really good match. Evil and Cobb, it was okay. Uh... No strong opinion on it, one way or the other. Uh, Yano and Oka was uh, fine. I'm not really one of those people butthurt about Oka losing to Yano, but it was just not very funny at all, and that's kind of the whole point of Yano matches, really. It just didn't really do a whole lot to get me interested. Uh, Goto and Shingo, though, I thought was pretty great. Def- I think it's probably like the best match of the tournament, so definitely want to check out Who? Goto and Shingo. It's either this or a Goto and Taichi for like the best match of the tournament that I've seen, at least. Next match was uh, Suzuki and Kenta. Uh, Kenta just read the newspaper during Suzuki's entrance ruled. I love that. I thought the match itself was pretty good, but just nothing must see. It seems like they're continuing this, so maybe the second time will be better. But I don't know, because now it seems like going off the show we just, we're going to wa- talk about. <laughs> now it seems like Kenta and them are going for the, maybe potentially going for the uh, six-man belt. So who fucking knows what they're doing? They don't, they don't fucking know shit. Let's see. Uh, Yoshiashi and Finlay. Uh, I thought it was be- way better than it had any right to be, really. It took a while to get going, but when it did, it was pretty good shit with an awesome finish. I love that ass-drop finish that Finlay does. Uh, Tana and Jay was pretty good. Uh, definitely the weakest match, but it was mostly just character work with Jay, making fun mm. of Tana for not looking as good as him. Uh, had a pretty nice finish with Jay reversing a dragon screw into the Blade Runner. And uh, Osprey and Sonata. Uh, kind of fucking boring, honestly. A uh, fucking match. Oh, yeah, I watched this one and paid zero fucking attention. Yeah. At least oh, yeah, because we woke up and it was still going on for yeah. some reason. Uh, it's not a grabbing an Osprey's fucked up nose. made me laugh, so there's oh, that, that, I guess. That was so fucking funny. But, uh, still a couple matches I want to talk. I watch, but we'll fucking see if I really watch them, man. No. But, but speaking of New Japan Cup, let's get into the uh, semifinals and finals. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, 
lot of discussion uh, coming out of this. That's uh, that's to say the least. And uh, even with all that, all that aside, uh, I don't think these shows were really that good. No, I think both shows were kind of dog shit. But uh, <laughs> we'll try and get through it real quickly here. Uh, that said, it's a New Japan Cup 2021, day 12 from March 20th. First match was a United Empire, Jeff Cobb and Great Okan defeating Juice Robinson and Yuya Uemura in 8:44. And I swear, Juice's hair gets worse every time I see it. <laughs> but uh, Oka, on the other hand, hasn't improved his look with this new hair. He's got looked a little bit be- looked better just, just being wild. Ponytail, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it was a fine little opener. Uh, they really need to move Uemura up from being a young hey. lineman. Like, either send him over to Strong or make him a full-time roster member already. Cause. Please. He just can't be a young line for another year. He's and, been a young line forever. And same for Suji, really. Like, yeah. these two need to do something, but... Suji at least has the kind of, like, Naito... He wants to face Naito in a singles match or whatever. Even though that doesn't really count, but it's like... At least he kind of has a story, I guess. But it's like... You gotta do something with both of them. They can't just, like, stay here for fucking ever. I know it's hard to do any kind of... You know, sending them somewhere else because... Kind of... I don't want to say kind of impossible, but yeah, it is. Pretty much. <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah, it is undercard match, I guess. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, next match was uh, Chaos, uh, Toriano, Yoshihashi, and Show defeating Bullet Club, Bad Luck Fale, Chase Owens, and Jado in 758. And I'll be honest, I zoned the fuck out during this one. I couldn't. I just Mood. couldn't give less of a shit about this Bullet Club team. Legit. Uh, Yano is Yano. Show doesn't really do a whole lot for me most of the time, so it was up to Yoshihashi to carry my interest in this, and it didn't really work out that too much for him, but he tried, but yeah, it was just, I don't know, it was a match. I was going to say, I was the same way when I saw the Bullet Club team, I was like, no, this will not be for me, sorry, Chaos, you know, like Yano, like Yoshihashi, Show is there, but yeah, once you have that Bullet Club team, I'm just uh, not interested at all. Uh, see, next match was uh, Los Ingobernables to Japon, Tetsuya Naito, Sonata, and Bushi defeating Suzuki Gun, Taichi, Zack Sabre Jr., and Doki in 11-19. Bushi looked like he was wearing a somber mask, at least kind of looked like that to me. I wasn't sure. Like, we we were kind of comparing them while we were watching the match because it definitely looked like a somber match yeah. to me. Or mask it was at least inspired, I think. There are de- there's def differences, but it felt inspired by La Sombra, so. But uh, it was a decent little multi-man. Uh, Naito and Taichi just... Kept choking each other out, which was awesome. They were uh, fucking awesome. Uh, Sonata and ZSJ shit was kind of just there, but everyone else, everything else was pretty good. Um, Should have had my man Doki pin Sonata, but he put on a, <laughs> up a valiant fight here, even in his defeat. And then after the match, all hell broke loose with Naito and Taichi just, like, both choking out young lions. <laughs> Zach was, like, putting his leg over the barricade toward Milano for some reason. I guess he was trying to say he was hurt or something. I don't know. But then Naito had to harass Milano, too, after the match. And uh, then poor Suji tried Didn't to get, get his man. Naito to give him his match and just didn't get it, so. Sad. He announced on Twitter that it was the campaign is over, so I guess he's oh, given no, up. Oh, no, it's over? Fuck, well, sorry, Suji. <laughs> you tried. You tried pretty, pretty valiantly. Um, I think you pretty much hit everything that I liked about it. Naito and uh, Taichi are pretty much the highlights for me. I love seeing Naito work these just because he seems a lot more carefree compared to when he's in the title hunt. So he's a lot more funny, and I feel like he's picking up for uh, for Hiromu not being there. Since, you know, Sonata is emotion, I don't want to say emotionless, but just kind of, okay, I'm here. He's stoic. Yeah, there, that's what I was looking for, was stoic, not fucking emotionless. Bushi's just like, alright, let's fucking go. So 
playing mom like usual, and Shingo was a little too busy, but yeah. Uh, see, next match, uh, Kota Ibushi, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Kazuchika Okada defeated Bullet Club, Jay White, Kenta, and Yujiro Takahashi in 10-26, and uh, watched the spoiled, so I was kind of just sitting here waiting for the earthquake to happen. So fucking wild. I did not realize it was fucking, like, right, basically at the beginning. Pretty much. I can't imagine being in the middle of a wrestling match and then an earthquake hits. Like, what do you really do in that, in that situation? Everyone was pretty calm. Like. I know Jay was just chilling in the middle of the ring, and I think the ref was, like, telling he, him to get yeah. out of the ring because the thing was, like, right above I don't think he like, realized what was really happening because it was, like, he kind of looked up and was like, oh, all right, shit, let me get out of here. <laughs> but, yeah, it's like I've only experienced one earthquake in my life, and it was, like, this one little small that one. so weird. So it's really hard to imagine a big one like that anyway. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, what was it, 6.97 or something, something like that? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, it is a pretty big one. I did like Tana and Ibushi kind of flexing for the crowd while Okada just, like, walked around awkwardly, not really knowing what to do with himself during the break. He always looks so awkward. <laughs> but, uh, once it got restarted, I thought it was a fine enough match, but the mm-hmm. Earthquake kind of is really the talking point out of that match, really. Yeah, I was going to say, it's kind of sad because, like, that was literally all I heard about was just the, the Earthquake happening. And I was like, oh, well, damn. Well, it, and plus Tana flexing his abs for the crowd, so... I guess the crowd won in the end, so there you go. But, yeah, match itself was fine, and next night we kind of got the same thing. Pretty much. Just <laughs> swap some people. Let's see. Semifinal was for the New Japan Cup. Semifinal. Uh, Will, uh, Os- Will Ospreay uh, defeated David Finlay mm-hmm. in 2104. Uh, Yay, Finlay. That's my thing. Finlay probably had like the best singles performance of his career so far that I've seen, but uh, to be honest, I don't really want to talk about it because of Billy. Man. So, uh, yeah, watch it if you want. I will just praise, I'll just praise Finlay because I think he deserved it, having to work with this guy and, you know, him, his his selling of his leg was really good. Yeah, like, he didn't um, with that. Finlay made it clear he wants in the G1 and I hope he gets it, gets a shot this year, like I would rather have him than Juice honestly. in the G1, honestly. They'll probably both be in it if, one of, like, if Finlay's in, I'm sure Juice still is, but yeah, definitely more interested in a Finlay match and, uh, a little spoiler for the next up. I think this was better than the fucking New Japan Cup, New Japan Cup final, honestly. What? Like, the Finlay Osprey was better than, like, the final Aww. on the next night. Well, Finlay was better, so there you go. Yeah, Finlay's fucking great in this. There you go. So that's, yeah. But, uh, main event of the show, also semifinal <laughs> match. Uh, Shingo Takagi defeated Evil in 2243 and was hard to get into this one, really, at all. You should have seen it on paper, and you would have fucking known. Like, even with, even without knowing the result, it was kind yeah. of a foregone conclusion that Shingo was going to win this. Yeah. Uh, they didn't do much to draw me in, either. It was just uh, a lot of Shingo selling for evil and dick nonsense, which I don't usually mind that that much. But doing it in the main event, I don't know. I, don't, I, don't, I can't it's say that. It's not even the main event. It's just that... I don't think... I think it's like definitely like one of the worst <laughs> evil matches. Yeah. Honestly. I would say probably one of the worst evil matches for me. It was just... That, it, the whole match just felt like it was just evil and, and dick stuff. I'm like, <laughs> but it's like, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. It just was not not a good watch, and it shouldn't have been over 20, but we had to do that, I guess. Yeah, not much to watch on the semifinal no. show, really. <laughs> not a lot to watch on the uh, finals day either, really, God, but please, let's just... talk about it real quick. Uh New Japan Cup 2021, day 13, from March 21st. First match, Suzuki Gun, Taichi, Zack Sabre Jr., and Doki defeated Yoda Tsuji, Yuya Uemura, and Gabriel Kidd in 1039. That was a fun little match with Suzuki Gun, just trying to kill the young boys as usual. 
that was a good way to kick off the show. And if you liked all the choking from yesterday, you got more of it here from uh, Taichi and Doki. But if you've seen one of these, uh, you've seen them all at mm. this point, really. Just waiting for all these young guys to uh, take the next step. I did love uh, Tsuji nearly rolling up Taichi when he went to take his pants off. But Yeah, the uh, roll-up spots were really good from Tsuji and Uemura. But yeah, it's like uh, Tsuji Gunner kind of like tweeners right now. But whenever they get the chance to heal it up, uh, I'm still enjoying it. Mm-hmm. But there's another unit we'll talk about later that I always enjoy them healing it up. But uh, yeah, fine enough, really fun opener, honestly. Yeah, I was gonna say like what you said. Once you've seen them, once you kind of see them all. But honestly, thing is, it's fine. That was a good match. Like I always, like I just I love Tai Chi. So, <laughs> um, I mean, it's pretty much like same match as the other night. But whatever, still good, still good opener. So. I guess not too much to complain about with this match. Uh, next match was uh, United Empire, Great Okan, and Jeff Cobb defeating Satoshi Kojima and Tomo Akihoma in 858. Uh, I wish this had been a handicap match with Kojima versus Empire instead of Honma being involved. I just if- really hate seeing him wrestle. <laughs> uh, at least the spot with him and Kojima going for Kokeshi's was kind of funny, but uh, that's really it. This match existed. It, it happened. Yeah, and that's, that, that's about it. Homa needs to retire, so... Yeah. <laughs> uh, next match was uh, Bullet Club, Evil, Kenta, and Yujiro versus, or uh, defeating Chaos, uh, Toriyano, Yoshihashi, and Sho in 924. Basically the exact same multi-man yep. from the night before, but at least the Bullet Club team was a bit of an improvement compared to what they had to face last night. Uh, majority of the show, or majority of the match was Sho mm-hmm. selling for Bullet Club while making funny faces. Honestly, the most interesting thing about the match was Kenta being so in love with Yoshihashi's curtain rod and stealing it. God, yes. <laughs> Though uh, the last bit of the match with Yoshihashi and Kenta was kind of cool, so... If they do end up going with a trio's title match, I wouldn't mind that just to see more of them together. We forgot the most important part of this goddamn show that happened at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and say it. Well, since he brought up show, it made me realize that Yo came back, and basically all he really said was that he's is going to, I guess, like announce the challenge on behalf of Rapongi 3K for the junior tag titles. Um, I think they're doing it. Is this Sakura yeah, Genesis? Genesis yeah. Okay, so yeah, there you go. Yo's back, so that's good news. Um, <laughs> I still think he's turning, but we'll see. We'll see, cause there's like no teams in the Junior Vision right now. Oh shit! That's so, too. Never mind, my bad. But uh-huh. I really do like Yo's new look with the whole like slick black back uh, black hair. Hopefully, yeah. it keeps it not colored. <laughs> Didn't he flip his hair like eight thousand times too? I don't know. Maybe probably. I don't know, it's been forever since he's... And then it was silver, and he had black, and then, yeah. I do like the black. It looked good. And I forgot he even had singles theme, because he he started playing, (gasps) and I was like, who the fuck is this? He got hurt, basically, like, when they just got their singles music. I was like, oh, God. I was like, oh, no. But, yeah, I'm uh, definitely excited for him to be back. Maybe I'll start liking Joe Match a little more now that he's going to be back in a tag team with Yo. Well, we got the charisma back, so maybe. (laughs) I don't want to shit on show too much, because I really enjoy Rapongi 3K. I just don't like show as a singles guy. Yeah. That's what it is. It's like, Rapongi 3K is great. It's just... Show singles, no. But, yeah, that's it for that match, really. <laughs> uh, see, next match, uh, Losing Over Novelist to Pawn. Naito, Sonata, and Bushi defeated Juice Robinson, Dave Finlay, and Toa Henare in 10-10. Uh, I didn't know Finjuice had tag music, but it's fucking terrible. Apparently, it's like the impact music. Is it their impact? Okay. But I thought so, but I, like... Never heard their impact music, or I didn't pay attention. Yeah, I think it so. might. I know I heard it, but I never paid attention to it. I guess, but it's terrible. Yeah, it's like Finlay's, but worse. 
at least Finlay's is bad, but it's forgettable. This is just like fucking garbage. But uh, let's see. <laughs> Naito and Juice te- teasing each other was a lot of fun. Like Naito just kept doing the fucking fist bump, just being a huge asshole the entire match. Um, it was nothing special, but it was a lot of fun. Always love when LIJ go heel in matches. I love them in face too, but they're just always way more fun as heels. And I like Finlay still playing out the leg injury from the previous night. Yes. And it seems like they're uh, actually doing something with Henry with this loser story and him getting progressively angry about it. Uh, seems like he's probably Empire bound, even though he's trying to make it sound like on Twitter he already went left for New Zealand. Because Empire's got a new member at Soccer Genesis. Yes. They're going to be, was it, I think it's them versus LIJ. Uh, let me see. I have it pulled up, but my phone went asleep. <laughs> I'm. It ah. is, yeah. They're facing um, Shingo, Sonata, and Naito, and then, yeah, it's obviously Okan and Cobb, and then a quote-unquote mystery partner. Well, it's not going to be a junior. We can pretty much write that Which out of the way. Which sucks because they need one. Like, even I don't care about Empire like that, besides Ocon, it's like, they need a junior. I mean, they're about to get a junior in the pedo, but thankfully that's not happening. Yeah. But, um, yeah, some people think it's not going to be Henry just because Henry supposedly left the country, but he could have just fucking posted a picture on Twitter and said he was leaving. Y'all like, remember how many times Jay's posted a picture of, like, a picture of clouds from an airplane? You know how many times he did that? And he didn't show up, so... It's like, wow, wrestlers lie on Twitter sometimes. I know, like, wow. But like, it really makes no sense for anyone else other than Henry, honestly. And they're clearly setting something up for Henry, and I don't know where else he would fucking slot into if he wasn't going to join Empire. Honestly. There's really nowhere else. Nothing really makes sense. But I'd definitely be interested to see him in a heel role, because he's kind of done all he can right now as a face. Yeah. So he definitely needs to he needs turn something. heel. But at the same time... He's joining Empire. He's probably going to be the job guy for Empire, so it's like... And that was my next thought. He is 100% going to be the job guy. <laughs> he's pretty much they're going to be there just so that Cobb doesn't... Not Cobb, so uh, Okada okay, doesn't have man. to fucking eat pens anymore. Even though Empire doesn't really lose a whole lot anyway, but... They haven't lost, like, at all. But pretty much whenever they time. do, it's Oka, so... Yeah. Like, during Tag League, it was basically all Oka eating pens whenever they had to eat falls, so... Which is stupid, but... So it's definitely going to be nice to have them have a pen eater finally, but... Henry, if, I'm just gonna say it's Henry. If Henry's probably gonna pin like fucking Shingo or something, or who else is in that match? Sonata, Naito, and Shingo. Would be interesting if they had Henry beat Naito, but I don't think that's gonna happen. Let's not do that, thanks. <laughs> but I definitely think uh, whoever the X is is probably gonna get the pin in the match. So we'll see who I it is. I guess. I love all the stupid guesses on this shit. Like just looking at like when they tweeted out the um the full card, I was just like, oh my god, no, just no. La Sombra. I was like, okay, okay, guy. Yeah, yeah. I don't, right. I don't think That's he's coming in anytime soon. No. We'll see. G1, maybe? I, I would love him in the G1. G1, but... please. But let's get to the next match. Uh, Kota Ibushi, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Kazuchika Okada defeated Bull Club, Jay White, Bad Luck Fale, and Chase Owens in 11:31. Again, basically the same Bull Club multi man from the night before, but had uh, Fale and Chase's time, so. It was a huge downgrade from what Jay yep. got team with last night. Uh, Ghetto choking out Okada was kind of fun. But, yeah, nothing else really to say about this. Like, it happened, I, I guess. But Ibushi hopping on commentary fresh off the match, still in his that gear, was, was pretty so great. Awesome. I love that. But He yeah. got a shirt at some point, but I was like, okay. Oh, I didn't even notice he got a shirt. Yeah, like, um, when the match was over and they panned, well, I don't even think it was when the match ended. It might have been before, but whatever. They panned to him and he had, like, a black t-shirt on. I was like, when did that happen? When did he get a black t-shirt? But... Obviously, that's what I pay attention to instead of the match because, yeah, Bullet Club side is bad besides Jay. 
But let's get into what everyone's talking about coming out of these shows. And that was true. Uh, New Japan Cup oh, final. Will Ospreay defeated Shingo Takagi in 30-06. And the angle is more worth talking about than the match, if I'm being honest. So we'll just, I'm not going to bother talking about the match. Uh, match was shit. There you go. Like, Ta-da! Like, this fucking angle, man. Like, this is something to wake up to. We got on Twitter in the morning, and I was, like, so fucking confused reading the timeline because everyone was freaking out over this. No one was really, like, flat out saying what happened, just, like, complaining about something that happened in New Japan and, like, connecting to, like, domestic violence and shit like that. And I was like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, well, you said, like... Why are they saying Osprey is a domestic abuser? I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? What is happening? But uh finally saw it for myself, and it's just, what the hell were they thinking with this? They like, weren't. Like, Osprey cutting this cringe promo about how he loves wrestling more than anything, and he wants his title more than anything else, and then just out of nowhere, he just hits B with an os cutter for no reason. The crowd and the commentators all seemed really confused, just made it even more unsettling. Like, it was just so quiet after, like, basically... It hear, was silent. You hear like, the thud of B hitting the mat, and then just... just quiet the crowd literally just sat there with their hands in their lap and i was just like oh and the commentators literally said nothing for at least like 30 seconds <laughs> yeah it's like you had like the japanese commentators like muttering to each other like trying to figure out what happened and like milano trying to explain what happened since i, I guess he knows english mm. and it just did not work on any level at all even like even like i didn't watch New, or the english commentary because i'm not fucking listening to chris charlton but um <laughs> Like, even they were, like, they were just silent, and then, like, it was, like, Gino saying, what, what, over and over again, like, he got disconnected from the call. It's, like, even they don't, I mean, obviously, it's not tuned into what's going to happen, but still, like, even they were, like, completely confused, and, yeah, like I said, just did not work on any level, and then people were trying to defend New Japan and the angle while ignoring just how justifiably upset this angle made many fans, but especially women, and uh, dudes just trying to mansplain why it was fine when they really should just listen to the women that are upset and why they are. It was just really gross watching guys on Twitter all day trying to explain why this is fine. It was, it was the whole intergender match argument that really just kept setting me off. I was like, no, that's like the character itself consented to a fucking intergender match. Like the character here didn't fucking consent to a fucking random ass Cotter for no fucking reason. Like it's just fucking gross. And especially knowing his history and even her, I'm like, why the fuck would you think that's okay? Oh, because you think he's a good fucking wrestler. No, he's fucking not. Go find another flippy fucking dude to go fucking jerk off to. And it's just like, do they really need to do this at all? Like, they no. didn't, obviously, but it's like... If, if you, you want to write off B, just don't have her show up anymore. We don't care that much. Yeah, like, you really need to explain B disappearing, but you could have even gotten this exact same point across without having the dude hit his girlfriend. Just have him dump her in the middle of the ring or yeah, in, in the middle of a promo fuck? or something like... You didn't have to do this angle and just, you chose the worst person in the company to do it, an angle like this. Like, only the worst person would be Honma, but... Yeah, I was going to say. Um, <laughs> like, reports are that like, the only people that knew about this angle ahead of time were Empire, The Office, and Ibushi was told right before it happened, so he didn't even have... Even Ibushi kind of, like, jolted. I was like, oh. And it's like, because of everything, like, there's a lot of blame being thrown around on this one. Uh, I can't really blame, put any blame on Oka or Cobb, because they really no, don't have any say in this shit. they don't have say. What the hell are they supposed to do? I don't like Oka, how Oka's acting on Twitter about this, and but that's a little bit of a different point. Kind of like yeah. still playing up the angle and shit. Like, I don't love that, but that's completely different than him consenting to this because he didn't yeah. I mean, He didn't have a choice. Ibushi just had this thrust upon him out of nowhere like us. So the blame here goes to Osprey in the front office. And uh, I would really love to know whose idea this was because it was either Osprey pitched it and the office agreed to it. Or, Os- or the office told Osprey to do this angle, and he agreed. Both are shit Both situations. Both are very terrible. But I'd just like to know really whose fault it is. Uh, supposedly, like Meltzer's reporting that the reason this angle happened 
is because B's contract with New Japan is up and they were trying to write her off. But again, there's a lot of better ways you could do this instead of fucking having Osprey hit her. Yeah. You could have just not, like, just, like she said, not have her show up at all. Literally, I no don't No one's going to ask questions. Gonna, yeah, I was going to No one say. gives a fuck. She was barely there anyway, so why, who, who cares? But uh, I do like hearing reports that of the wrestlers in the back also being upset with the angle. Hopefully they convince the company to backtrack on this, but I have no faith in New Japan doing the right thing when it comes to women, so uh, they've repeatedly done the opposite. Like, even just recently with the Marty situation and the wrestlers having to step up to do the right thing. Yeah. So I at least have faith. Kind of have faith in the wrestlers yeah, a little I was bit. Say, I'm glad the wrestlers, some of the wrestlers have some sense. So, but yeah, the angle was shit. It's gonna overshadow everything else on the show, and it's getting it shit did. on for good reason. And it seems like they're gonna use this as an angle also to pair up B with Ibushi potentially because they made a whole big. She made a whole big deal on Instagram, like I'm following Will and following Ibushi, and I don't, I don't know what the deal with this is. But oh god, social media. Ugh. But yeah, it's stupid. But would not surprise me if she could cost Ibushi the title match, and Billy gets his cup of the coffee with the t- the title. And that's going to fucking suck if it happens. And I pretty much convinced it's going to happen. I'm just... Will's going to win the title. And he'll probably drop it at fucking, like, Dominion or Dontaku or something. If, if he does, yeah, it, I don't see it It'll being It'll basically be, like, rain. the evil reign. It'll be a trans... Yeah, it'll be a really quick transitional thing. Because they love doing this. They did it with Naito. Yep. They did it with Jay. <sighs> they did it with uh, Evil. So, if it happens, that's what's going to happen. But, yeah, I'm just, I'm just done with the Japan right now, man. Like... Like, there's nothing in this company, really, like, other than, like, death. Like, there's like there's still people and I enjoy and stuff it's, like that. But. Yeah, I was going to say, it sucks because there's still people that I genuinely care about. Haramu, basically all of LIJ, really. Um, Despy, well, actually, like, all of Suzuki Gun, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, like, yeah, just, there's people I care about, but it's like, overall, the product is just shit. And then you have this fucking happening, and it's just a fucking disaster, like. Uh, get a, the whole booking situation's been questionable basically during the whole pandemic anyway but this just like uh this just this just took it too far this was way too far this was just gross and it's really showing a lot of people's asses so and it's just uh at this point i think i'm just gonna take some take a break from new japan at least especially yeah. on the podcast stop or uh, I can't take a break at least from definitely main topics. We can still talk about any news or anything like that, and I'm I'm sure we'll probably still watch it, but I just I can't talk about it this much like no. anymore. And I don't think like, it's probably not even good audio to listen to. Like I'm, you probably like it's kind of just us shitting on it most of the time. Like she's, I try not to, but it's like it's so hard. So yeah, like I said, uh, probably done with New Japan as the main topic for a little bit. Probably still talk about news. I'm sure we'll talk about some of the matches. Like I'm sure we'll watch Hogar Genesis, and I'll want to talk about the Junior Tag Title yeah, match I was at least. Say that's probably about it. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's just like, yeah, I'm taking time off. Probably gonna unsub honestly this month. I'm yeah, just it's so, just it's just not worth it right now. I'm if I want to watch it, I, there's ways to watch it. So New Japan is like the easiest shit to fucking find. So, but yeah, it's, I don't know. I'm just I'm just done right now. <laughs> I can't. I feel like a lot of people were this way. A lot of people were already at that point, but this is just like a big breaking point, so. It's just like they've just been shitting away all their fucking uh, goodwill they've had. Mm. And I have no faith that they're really going to fix anything. Like I said, I think Osprey's going to win the title, and that's going to piss everyone else off even more. Oh, good lord, that's just going to, woof, God, that's going to be a day. It's like, I don't, you want to make, ground with western fans but then you don't listen to what they have to say especially with complaints like this even when people send you emails and it's like 
Okay, so you've constantly ignored us about Osprey and shit, so I'm like, why should I fucking care, dude? Like, you've shoved him down my throat way too fucking much anyway, even before, like, everything. So, whatever, I don't care. That's one less thing I have to watch, so that makes me happy. But let's get off uh, New Japan, get off the negativity train a little bit. Not that I have a whole well, lot to I'll say, say about... I don't uh, know if we have a lot to say about one <laughs> of these other shows. I'll say, like, I'd like to be more positive, but uh, neither this All Japan show or this Noah show are particularly like, worth watching. Other than, like, one like a couple, like one match on the Noah show, but we'll talk about that. But before that, let's get into All Japan uh, Dream Power Series 2021, Day 3, from March 21st. First match, Yuki Kodama defeating Francesco Akira in 8-14. That was a good little singles match to kick off the show. Nothing great, but I do think uh, doing random singles matches is a lot more fun, like a much more fun way to kick off the show rather than mm-hmm. just a bunch of random tags. So, uh, I I agree. But yeah, I enjoyed a little quick singles match between these two. Uh, we're getting it again on Sunday apparently, but Ugh. yeah, that was fun. I was gonna say I thought it was fun. Like you said, it definitely breaks up the monotony of having like some random ass tag match be the opener and then just really not amount to anything. Um, it's always good to see Kodama in an actual singles match since, you know, when he's in tag matches, he never fucking really tags in. So <laughs> it was good to see that he still got it and, you know, Akira still is still good too. So, oh, and the backdrop is just gorgeous. I love this venue I could, so much, God, man. this venue is so pretty. I, honestly, I could just talk about that all day. Well, I'll talk about it more with a certain match, which I'm sure everyone knows what it'll be, so... Let's see. Next match, uh, Shoto Oshino, Hikaru Sato, and Dan Tamura defeated Chuji, Shikawa, Takao Mori, and Black Mensure in 11.06. I got really fucking confused when I saw that before we watched the show because uh, Oshino <laughs> was, like, uh, retweeting fucking uh, fans' pictures and stuff. And it had him wearing, like, some blue jacket. And I was like, I swear to fucking God if he joined Evolution on the show. But Oh, my God. You thought it was because he joined Evolution? But oh my thankfully, God. I think it was, like, some fan editor or something. Cause I didn't, but I got very confused. And But, uh... Enjoyed this multi-man quite a bit, though, uh, especially mm. the bits in the middle with Suji. But, like, why was Sato so aggressive tagging Ashino out and, like, throwing him out of the ring? He was so mean. I like, was like, damn. Like, it's really bizarre to me. And, like, unless something, like, is, like, going on between with them, I don't know. Maybe Sato doesn't want Ashino involved with Evolution anymore. And, uh, same bro. So, keep doing that if that's the problem here. But you know, it was like, Ashino left in, like, a fucking hurry, too. He's like, okay, bye. Yeah, he's like, I'm fed up with you, Sato. He told Dan, okay, yeah. See ya. Oh, I would say you said everything, so... Let's see. Next match, uh, Zeus and Kazu- Kazuaki Mihara defeated Koji Yamada and Ryuki Honda at 940, and match is fine. Uh, local guy didn't really do a whole lot for me, but, I mean, he's just some local guy in a tank top and just doing shit. I don't know. But uh, Zeus killing Honda ruled, and uh, and fiery babyface hot tag Yamada was a lot of fun, but, yeah, not a, much to say about this one. Yeah, I was going to say um, it was fine. It... I guess they accomplished what they needed to do here. Um, but, yeah, not a whole lot to say. Uh, next match, Total Eclipse, Jake Lee, Tajiri, Hokuto Mori, and Kumo Arashi defeated Next Dream, Kenta Miyahara, Yuma Aoyagi, Atsuki Aoyagi, and Rising Hayato in 1652. I thought it was interesting to see Eclipse face off with Kento and the gang for the first time. Even Kento noted how Jake is different now from the person he knew before. Him mentioning that kind of like affirmed my belief that Jake and Kento is going to be the final for Champions Carnival this year. They were hitting way too hard. Because it's going to be about whether Kento can take down the new and improve Jake. No. Though a problem with that is the fact that they kind of already fate will have already faced Face, each other by then yeah. since Champions Carnival's a single block. But you could always have them do a draw or something in the actual tournament. 
uh, Tajiri selling a punch from Haido, like he died, was pretty great. Uh, Jake's aggression since this turn has been amazing. It's like he's a completely different person than what he was before. Uh, then you had Hokuto just like staying, going after Kento, God, any chance he, he gets. I love does. that. He just hates this man for some reason, but uh, all these guys firing, firing on all cylinders. Uh, for how little time Jake and Tajiri have been with these guys, I think Eclipse have some really great chemistry together. Same for next stream, but they've been together for like a while right, now. Yeah. So, but altogether, I uh, thought it ended up being a pretty great match, honestly. Can I just say how great like um, their theme was with the venue? It just fit. It was like so haunting, like at first. I didn't and I'm just, that. <laughs> no, that's like the vibes I got as soon as it came on. I was just like, oh my god, this is absolutely perfect for them. They fit this place so beautifully, and I'm glad we finally found out what their theme actually is from. I didn't know it was an actual fucking, like, song from a video game. I was yeah, like, what the hell? Yeah, apparently it's from uh, Lost, Lost Odyssey. Odyssey. Yeah, and it fucking slaps, so I'm glad to have that, so. Unfortunately, it's not on Spotify, because I wanted to add it to my I workout know. playlist. I was but, uh, so mad. I was so mad it wasn't on there, but anyways, yeah. I don't know if you can, uh -huh. I don't know if you can um, add songs manually to Spotify I don't not. think you can anymore. I think uh, you could, but I don't think you can anymore. Because oh, I well. see, like... <laughs> I looked it up, and I found a playlist that had them, but the songs were blanked out, so you can't listen to them. But either way, go, to, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you pretty much hit it on all cylinders there. Really good match, you know. Jake's just been killing it. This attitude change is something that he really needed, I think. Even though I liked him as a baby or baby face before, but uh, this is just something we haven't seen from him. Works really well with the former Infonce guys. And obviously, next stream is great as well. So, definitely an enjoyable match from this uh, from this show. Yeah, it's like the aggression he's showing now all, all the time. He pretty much only ever showed it during Kento matches when he faced him like yeah, in big singles matches. Point. But now it's all the time, and it is great. Oh yeah, I, just, I love shit. it. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, so my main event was for the Old Japan World Heavyweight or Junior Heavyweight Title. Shima defeated Izanagi in 11:42. Uh, either I've never heard it before, or I forgot what. It was because I just got so confused on Literally whose music it was me. when Izanagi came out. But he had some big match interest gear, and Azusa was by his side. Shima had Issei with him in the sick red, uh, great Adidas track jacket, which, I man, I, I would I pay some good money for that. Suit. But I uh, didn't really love the match that much itself. Uh, like, I didn't hate it or anything, but uh, there was really nothing in it that really sink your teeth into, in my opinion. At least he kept it short, but the new uh, finisher Shima's been doing, I don't know if I love it. Basically a final cut, but like a modified one. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't really love it that much, but I, I don't know. It was fine. Yeah, that, that freaking Adidas jacket was just, that was sexy. That was some good stuff. They could make a lot of money if they want to sell that shit. Um, but, yeah, as far as match-wise, it was okay. It didn't really do anything for me. I was kind of bored, to be honest. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's a good thing they kept it pretty short, honestly. So, um, yeah, not a whole lot to say. Not really a great defense for Shima here. And his uh, next challenger is going to be Hikaru Sato. I don't, I don't think they've set a date for it yet. Uh, I don't think so. But I I'm, know Shima was mentioned in a bunch of great and like UWF shit and like his promo after the match. So would love to see uh, Shima and uh, Sato do a defense for this belt with UWF rules. That'd be kind of fun. But That'd be different. It'd we'll be a see. lot of fun. I know um, Shima was kind of making it sound like on Twitter that he was basically asking people if they wanted to do it in, in great or not. So wouldn't be the first time the Ultra Pan Junior title hasn't has been defended in another company. So wouldn't mind it. Mm -mm. I don't know where they'd do it. I mean, maybe they could do it. The problem is like the next like the first real show for Ultra Pan or for um, great isn't until like the end of May. 
I don't think they're going to wait that long for Shima to defend. No. <laughs> they could always do it on, like, Great's uh, YouTube channel, but I don't think I don't, I don't see the point of it, really. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know what they're going to do, but either way, I'm, should be a good match. Uh, would not surprise me if Sato picks up the win, but I don't know. It depends on if they want to give Shima a long reign or not. Yeah, I don't really know what they want to do with Shima as champ, so I guess it really just depends. And, of course, he was also saying in the promo how he was going to bring in T-Hawk and Lindemann and shit. Please, so. can we hurry up and do that? I'd love to see Issei on these undercards. I think it'd be oh, a nice too. little uh, cool. addition for these undercard matches. Especially just strong hearts in general. That'd be a way really fun uh, dynamic to add to the undercards of uh, Ultra Pan. Well, let's get into the main event for the Ultra Pan Triple Crown title. Suwama defeated Yoshitatsu in 2714. I believe this is the seventh defense of the belt, which I can't believe. That. I mean, I know he's held the belt for over a year, but wow. Aw, it's time to lose. Uh, see, this wasn't as boring as the preview tag in Corkin, but uh, there still wasn't much I liked about it. <laughs> like, part of the problem really. with these is uh, these kind of filler title matches. Is, like, it's just so hard to really believe that the opponent, in this case, Yoshitatsu, even had a chance to win. So that kind of hurt the match. Commentary was trying. Like, I definitely appreciated their enthusiasm, but I was like, nah. They just, yeah, they just never got me to suspend that disbelief or that suspend the belief or whatever, however you want to word it. But uh, it was worked well enough. And it was a fine match of the love, for the level of the show that it was on. But uh, not something I'm going to ever think about again after this. But uh, this title match is now out of the way. And we can get on the full uh, Champions Carnival hype train. Cannot wait for that tournament to start. Yeah, definitely not one of Suama's better defenses. It was fine. Um, I personally would have shaved off a couple minutes. I thought it was a little too long. But um, it, it was fine. Yoshitatsu was fine. It was serviceable. So, But yeah, like you said, let's... Let's start that CC hype train and, <laughs> and get nervous. <laughs> At least I'm just excited for, uh, there's a lot of good stuff happening in yes. uh, April for pro or wrestling in general in Japan and shit. So let's go. At least for some companies, I guess, but, uh, definitely hype for all Japan. Finally, the first, uh, real big tournament of the year. So I can't wait for that. Excited. We'll definitely have a lot more shit to watch. That's for sure. Yes. And see, and that's, it for Old Japan, so let's get into the NOAA. Uh, talk about NOAA, the Infinity 2021 from March 21st in uh, Corken Hall. Overall, uh, again, not a whole lot to talk about on this show, really, other than like some angles, results, stuff like that. Uh, there's some good stuff on here, but mostly uh, the main event is what you're going to want to check out. Yeah. But let's go through it real quick. First match was Kongo, Hao, Neo, and Tadasuke defeating Atsushi Kotoge. Kai Fujimura and Yasutaki Yano in 1228. I guess Kotoge got stuck with babysitting duty here and uh, got a <laughs> loss for his time. But uh, match is fine. I'm re- really surprised to uh, see this Congo Juniors team actually get a win for once. Cause it's really shocking. It feels like every time you see them on the card, you can kind of just go ahead and pencil them in for a loss. But the win serves a purpose as it sets up Neo to get a junior title match. I can't really say I'm that excited for this title match. I'd much prefer Hal get a shot. But you know we're the Hal fans here. Maybe he'll uh, be the next one after Neo, but we'll see. I'm sure it'll be fine. I just would prefer Hal and Neo in singles matches. Doesn't really excite me that much. Mm-hmm. But title challenge will be taking place on April 18th. Damn, so it's a little far away. A little bit, yeah. There, there, Couple there, weeks. There's a while before any title matches, honestly. <laughs> Noah. Actually, yeah. Well, shit. All but, right. Well. But yeah, what you think about the match? Uh, I was insane. Thought it was fine. Like you said, poor Katoga got stuck babysitting since you know. His other partners are too busy going for the tag title, so. Um, it, it is what it is. It was fine. I don't really have a whole lot to say about it. 
Honestly, I was fucking tired when we were watching this shit. I was like, my, my notes are probably terrible for Noah, but whatever. Let's see. Next match was Yuya Susumu defeating Hajime Ohara in 10-22. Uh, <laughs> this is fine. Like, it's really hard to have a take on this, honestly. Like, this is probably the, the Susumu match I've enjoyed the most since he joined Noah, yeah. but it helps a lot being in there in the ring with such a good wrestler as Hajime. If you're like me and haven't had a haven't been a big fan of Susumu, I'd check out this just to see if you see him in a new light after it. But for me, this has just felt more like Hajime doing his thing and Susumu following along until he picked up the win. Uh, at least he didn't really, like, fuck up anything, <laughs> other than, like, this really awkward-looking, like, Sumato on a standing Hajime he did mid-match. That was kind of weird, but, yeah, I don't know, it was a fine match. Like, it, was, it was there. I was going to say, um, I actually agreed. I thought it was one of the better matches for Susumu. Um, has he, he hasn't had a whole lot of singles matches, has he, here? I think this might be his first one. That's what I thought. I was like, he's been in, like, pretty much all tags. But anyways, um... Definitely helped that his dancing partner was Hajime, who, like, never takes a night off. So, he's going to make you look good regardless. And then, you know, he still fucking looks good himself. So, there's that decent, actually a decent undercard singles match. So, can't really complain too much about that. Uh, next match, uh, Ikido Hidaka and Nasawa Rungai defeated Full Throttle. <laughs> Seki Yoshioka and Yohei oh, in 225. It was a two-minute match with Seiki getting pinned by Nosawa. What do you what do you want from me here? Uh, said last week Seiki losing the belt didn't really hurt him, but him losing we the lied. belt in a zero defense reign and then getting pinned by Nosawa in two minutes on the very next show makes him look at, like a geek. But it's Noah's junior division. Uh, not really worth bitching about, but, you know. I was literally two minutes. I don't even remember what really happened besides Seiki getting pinned, and then I was just mad, and it's like, I don't care. Okay, so moving on. I just realized, uh, while we're talking about this, <laughs> all the Full Throttle lost today are yeah, on the show. I was saying. Like, what, what's the point of them? They don't win they're, anything. They're literally just pin guys. Like, they I, get some wins, but they're literally pin guys for the most part, which sucks. And they finally give the, the faction something and take you win in the belt, and then They're literally it's a gone. joke. They're literally a meme team. Like, uh, we were just talking about fucking Congo losing all the time, like that junior's team, but Full Throttle just as bad. Yeah. Full Throttle is now the fucking losers of Noah. Even Congo's not that bad. Well, well. <laughs> <laughs> One person is, and it's sure as hell not my favorite, so. But yeah, that was it. Uh, let's see. Mohamed Yone and Shue Tanaguchi defeated Akitoshi Saito and Masao Noe in 12 before. Uh, again, uh, this happened, I guess. Uh, felt super slow and longer than 12 minutes. I feel uh, like we talk about this tag match, like, anytime we talk about Noah, to be honest. <laughs> Or some kind of variation of them, so. Well, now they're a stable, because uh, at least Saito and Inoue lost here, so now they have to don the funky gear, so that should be really fun. That's the only good thing. <laughs> but they have fun little thing for the undercards now is to have all four of them do funky shit, so that's Hey, that's cool, I'm down for that shit, because I love the funky shit. <laughs> but let's see. Next match, uh, Sugira Gun, Takashi Sugira, Kenkendo Kashin defeated M's Alliance, Namu Ichimaru Fuji, and Yuko Miyamoto in 1135. Uh, this was somehow more boring than the last match to me. <laughs> Uh, I guess the plexiglass spot is just Kaushin's thing now. Yes. Like, I guess maybe Apparently. he's been doing it before, longer than this. I don't know. I, don't I, only, really I only first saw it on that last show we talked about last yeah. week. But uh, that was really the only thing worth noting about the match because uh, that part gave me a chuckle when Kaushin, like, accidentally did the plexiglass spot on Sugi. But uh, the rest of the match was just there and uh, definitely skippable. Yeah, I think that's, like, the only thing of, like, real worth noting that I took for this match was that he did that spot again and then that was pretty much it um kind of sucks because i like 
Well, I like to. I at least enjoy two of the guys here. So, uh, yeah. Smart Fuji really even doing anything, or did I really just not pay that much attention? I know he was in there. I don't know, man. This is, okay. definitely, <laughs> this is definitely one of the performances where Mar Fuji's kind of sleepwalking through the match. I'll, I'll say that. Oh, Jesus. Here we go. Uh, let's see. Next match, uh, Kongo, Katsuki Nakajima, Masakita Miya, and Manabu Soya defeated Osamu Nishimura, Yoshiki Inamura, and Kenya Okada in 1614. Look at that. Uh, first match on the show I could really sink my teeth into, and uh, even then it was just a pretty standard multi-man match, but uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, we talked last week about them doing something with Okada, and watching this match kind of made me think they should really just move him up, or move him and pair him up with uh, Kaito's group. Yes. Like, it would be really good for them to get an additional pin eater, so it's not always Inamura oh. eating pins. Would give them another team to challenge for the titles with Inamura and Okada. And uh, either way, I think he's ready for that next step. They are working to elevate Junta in the match we're going to talk about next, and I really want to see Okada get that same treatment soon. Because mm. he looks ready, and... He's he, been ready. He was really awesome in this match, facing off with Nakajima. And him and Inamura worked really well together. And Kitamiya did uh, did say he wanted to defend against younger guys. So, who's a more young team than Inamura and Okada? So, I'd definitely be down for that for a little filler defense for them. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't know. I just want them to do something with Okada. I, I know. I'm getting tired of him kind of just, like, floating around these random tags and, you know, whatever singles match they throw him in for, like, the opener or some other undercard shit. I really do hope that they do something with them soon. I just, I guess they have to figure out what, but I don't know. So, but yeah, at least, at least this match was a uh, pretty decent to watch. I mean, <laughs> I can't really complain when like my favorite Congo team wins. So, <laughs> yay! All right, now I don't really have a lot to say about it. Oh, Sam, we got the semi-main event for the GHC Junior Heavyweight Tag Titles. Stinger, Yoshinari Ogawa, and Haida defeated Daisuke Harada and Junta Miyaki to retain in 26-47. Main goal of this match seemed to be to establish Junta as a guy, and I think they definitely achieved it. He looked strong, his defense was well-worked, and it was definitely he was definitely like the main focus of his team. Kind of Harada kind of felt like an afterthought in points. But uh, Did it have to go 26? Yeah. Um, I forgot what I was just saying. Uh, Junta did have some, uh, also had some really good uh, submission teases at the end where mm. the crowd... Felt really behind him. But as she just said, uh, did this really need to go 26 minutes? I'd say it went long probably because the main event was shorter than Noah's main events usually go. But these junior tag title ma- uh, junior tag matches basically always go this long lately anyway. So it's just what they do, I guess. Uh, but I think they could have definitely achieved the same goal in a tighter format. Mm. Match got kind of good once Ogawa finally tagged in. Like, the match kind of just kept grinding oh to a hole anytime Hayata tagged back then until, like, the end. I think I think Hayata was actually pretty good in the ending sequences. Like, but I'm just really getting bored of this Stinger team with the belts. But even, guess what? Even though I love Ogawa. So, hopefully, we can move on from them sooner rather than later, but... Next time, baby. Yeah, I'll, I'll really hope they don't drop it to the next team they got on deck, because uh, Nosawa and Naka are the next team up to the plate. I uh, can't wait for a nearly half an hour long Nosawa match. That's Oh my god, just make it five minutes. Who the fuck wants to watch Nosawa for so long? Oh at least god. the good news is is uh this the show this is gonna be on has at least three title matches announced so far, so hopefully that means this junior tag title match doesn't get as much time as these ones usually do. But one of these matches is a Fujita title match, so that's probably going to be short. So yeah. they might have all the time they want, so we'll see. But, yeah, like, match was decent. It did the goal of a, of a, establishing, of a establishing Junta, Junta. Which, yeah. 
And that's really all you can ask for from the match, honestly. I was going to say, I pretty much agree with you there. Like, it established Junta, which was great, just because they need someone else. Um, match itself, at least to me, was fine. I just don't like how long they go. I don't think they need to go this long, especially because it starts to feel like filler at some point. Hell, even you at one point was like, did, did they say 25 or 15? And we figured out it was 15. So <laughs> I was hoping it was 25. <laughs> Oh, it was not. It was 15, but... And, like you said, at least it got good starting closer to the end, but... Yeah, this... It's just this, the beginning part was very dry with Hayata in control. Yeah. Not even in control. He's just, well, I think Junta was actually the one most in control at the beginning, but still, it was just like... Hayata was very dry at the beginning of the match. Mm-hmm. And then it's like your next title defense is not looking too good, so... God. Yeah, just let's prepare for a 25-minute-plus match... With Nassau. I'm fine with Adaka, obviously. It's just... And Ogawa's the guy, but... And Ogawa rules. So, two out of four. Uh, okay. Well, so yeah, let's get into the main event. Kick this or finish yeah, off the show with buddy. something of a high note because it's definitely one of the best matches I've seen this past week. For the GHC national title, Kazuyuki Fujita defeated Keno in 1914. Uh, Fujita and Ke- uh, Kongo did a stare-off, which is pretty great, well, with them all in the pose. That should have lasted longer, though. That's why Keno lost. He's weak. Exactly. He doesn't have the same mental toughness to maintain his gaze like Fujita and Go both did. He went right back to staring after Kongo broke off the pose, but by that point, he had already lost. You can't break the stare and go right back to it like nothing happened. That's exactly. just cheating. You can't do it. Uh, and I, I really just want all these Fujita singles matches from now on to start off with the staring contest because it's just a great way to call the week. <laughs> like, Sugira match better start with at least, like, 20 minutes of them just staring at each other. Unfortunately, this match only had, like, I think it was like six or seven minutes of them staring at each other before yeah, the match got going. Yeah, it wasn't too long. But uh, once the match got into full swing, swing it really it kicked ass. Like, it started yeah. off with some mat wrestling that was pretty basic. Turned into Keno just like laying in these kicks to Vegeta in the corner, they and were Vegeta fucking hitting the shit out of each mm-hmm. other. Like Vegeta was just like completely no selling those kicks too before finally collapsing. But you get to see his chest is getting starting to get a little mm-hmm. blue. <laughs> uh, see, the slap fight around the 15 minute mark is fucking crazy. Credit to Keno for staying standing for so long because those slaps did not look fun to take. No, at all. And it's like really the only complaint I could see having about this match is the fact that Vegeta whiffed on the first kick to, for the finish. But he like immediately went for a second one and it looked good, so I can't really complain about it anyway. But I yeah, definitely... that, that, that's a small complaint, I think. But someone will, yeah. But uh, now we have a champion we can believe in, and hopefully uh, get Nakajima taking up. over Congo finally. Please. Uh, not sure Sorry. who is going to end up beating Fujita now. It wouldn't shock me if it's Sugiura just beats him in the zero defense reign. That's exactly what I was thinking. Because as soon as he stepped up, I was like, "Yeah, Sugi's like the one person I think can beat him." So. Yeah, it's like, I'm kind of expecting a bit of a longer reign than that, but Sugi's awesome, and I could definitely believe Fujita agreeing to lose to him. Yeah, and Sugi getting it back is obviously not a bad thing at all, so. But, uh, what'd you think about the match? I was gonna say, I thought it was pretty good. I was, like, at least we got something pretty good from the show. Um, like, <laughs> the staring shit was just fucking hilarious. I was busting out laughing the whole time. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, if you don't like the staring shit, I don't know what to fucking tell you. I think it's funny as hell. It's just a meme, so... I was saying the crowd was chanting, or cheering them the on. The crowd was clapping, like, the whole time. I was like, wait, what? I was curious how this was going to work in a, with, a crowd, with fans yeah. action this time. 
but they seemed into it. Yeah, I was genuinely happy that they just continued to cheer it on. I was like, okay, because you would have known American fans would be like, boo, it's some bullshit. So, anyway, so that was nice. I am curious if this would have been what the go match would have been in front of fans. If they would have still done the staring contest, just it would have been shorter like it was here. It might have been shorter. I don't think it would have went quite as long. So maybe they had it planned originally anyway, and they were just like, oh, well, there's no fans. Let's do it for fucking 30, 30 minutes. minutes. <laughs> Fuck yeah. It's still fucking rain. God. But uh, apparently this was uh, Fujita's second longest singles match in his career. <laughs> well, you told me that. I was like, wait, what? Like 19 minutes? And That's beast. The only other match longer than this is the Vegeta or the Go, like almost sixty minute match. And that's tough to yeah. So. But yeah, for this, like, I think his longest match was like fifteen minutes or something like that. Like this dude always has fucking short singles matches. But uh, yeah, I'm down for uh, Vegeta with the belt. He always pretty much always delivers in these big singles matches. So I don't have any complaints about Mm-mm. another bald man with a title. Especially because, like I said, I think he's probably going to lose it to Sugiura. I was going to say, I don't think he's going to hold it for that long. Especially with Sugi being the challenger, so, yeah. But we'll see. Uh, see, both uh, Sugiura and Vegeta for the national title and Nosawa and Hadaka challenging for the junior tag titles were added to the April 29th show, which also has Muda defending against the GHC against Kitamiya. So, pretty solid show lineup so far, other than, like, the junior tag title match. Not loving that. I'm curious if when, if they're going to have the world tag titles defended because they haven't set up anything for them yet it's, um, it seems like marafuji and masala tanaka want to challenge but they haven't other than like, like them, actually like, yeah other than them saying it backstage the they haven't done anything with it huh and we already have kotoge challenge they're getting his first challenger so that's pre- pretty much all the belts already have like their next guy lined up other than the tag title so i'm curious if they'll uh, do anything with that either add it on another show in april or add it to this make it four title matches uh, I was gonna say. We'll see. I guess if they but. added it to April 29th, that uh, that would suck for Kitamiya. But yeah. Oh yeah, I, mean, I really can't do it. I, I, didn't, even like, about, I, I didn't even think about. I didn't even think. I didn't connect. Didn't even connect to my head. But so yeah, it'll probably. I wouldn't surprise if they do like a tag title match on like the same show that Kotegi's defending on. Or That's something. what I was just thinking. Yeah. Or they just do it on like another show just to have another have a main event for some other random show. They'll probably put, like, Nakajima in some random shit. They'll probably end up being, like, a huge Congo fucking, uh, tag, so. They're gonna put Keno in, they're gonna fucking lose the match. Just kidding. <laughs> but, yeah, that's it for the show, I think. Uh, New Japan was kind of shit. Dog shit. All Japan was fine, but it's not, like, nothing's about to see or anything. Mm-hmm. And Noah, I think overall, it's probably, like, the best show of the week that we watched, but even then, like, it wasn't anything crazy other than yeah. the, um... Main event, which I definitely highly recommend checking out. If you want to see KBS Hall, I would just watch Hall Japan. Hall Japan was fun. It was just like nothing that's really gonna matter. Oh, I know. I'm just saying. But yeah, that venue is fucking gorgeous. I, I, if we, if we ever want to end up going to Japan one day, I definitely want to go see a show in that venue. Oh yeah. But that's it. Well, matches of the week. Uh, uh. At least for what we talked about. For main topics, I think the only great match was uh, Fujita and Keno, honestly. Yeah, I was going to say, I'd probably put that. So, but as far as, like, other stuff... Uh, Britain, Thunder. Yeah, i say, uh, probably top three matches for me this week would be uh, Takanori Ito and Yu Izuka from Great on their YouTube. Check that out. It's free, so why not? <laughs> but that's definitely, like, my favorite match I've seen this week. Uh, second would be Fujita and Keno, I think. And then third would probably be Britain and Thunder Rosa, so... I'll throw some other matches in the recommendation, so check that out in the footnotes if you want to look for some other stuff to watch. But uh, that's it. 
Next week, our main topics will be uh, DT's Judgment 2021 and the Tokyo Joshi Shinkiba First Ring Show. Plus, talking whatever else we decide to watch. Maybe some Dragon Game, maybe some All Japan, whatever we get into. Mm-hmm. So, Stuff we like, yeah! So, uh, check them out. Come back next week to hear our thoughts. If you're going to follow the pod, you can do so at One Wrestling Pod. If you want to follow Caitlin, you can do so at Singing Time Boss. And if you want to follow me, you can do so at ASPR underscore. But that's it. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time. See you, everybody.